<clears throat> testing. Um, episode 45. It's episode 45. Can I confirm that? This is episode 45. No, we're not counting. We're not counting that. No, this is episode 46. Pardon. Episode 46 of the Rojo Show. I am your host, of course. Rojo. I have a myriad of topics that I could start this with, but for some reason, my brain, my mind, my heart, every... um, Every aspect of my being right now is saying, what the fuck, Bulls front office? I would place a bet with anyone that Derrick Rose is going to drop 40 on the Bulls at home. At the crib, D. Rose is going to drop 40 on the Bulls. I don't have the specifics right now. I don't have the dates. I don't have the exact timeline. <clears throat> but last year was Derrick Rose's first year without a career-ending injury. A, a season-ending injury. Pardon me. Not career-ending. That was just the first one. This was the year. It was exactly timed correctly because this was the last year of his contract. Unfortunately, it was it, it seemed to it seemed to be that fate would have it that on the last year of his monumental contract that he would be able to be at full his his full capacity be able to put forth his full performance just in time to re-up on a new contract and get a banger. And what do we do? We jump out of the fucking ship as soon as we put out the fire. He's going to drop 40. He's going to drop 40. He might do it every time he's stepping to motherfucking United Center. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm cursing a little bit more today. Okay. You know, you just heard the Pimpin' Dave episode, so I was hanging with him the whole weekend, so the motherfucking tongue is a little loose in this bitch. But for my nigga D. Rose, oh my God. And what niggas is sleeping on? Oh my God. This is, see, I could have really had this whole conversation recorded with E, because that's what just happened. I was just on the phone with this nigga talking about this shit. And, and the, the pivotal moment in that conversation, the, 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 the Robert De Niro and Al Pacino in heat at the table, the moment in that conversation was when, while scrolling through the timeline of my Facebook feed, my time of my fate, my Facebook timeline, I saw um, OG Lee shouts out. I saw um, the God Baki shouts out. I saw T Ross shouts out. I saw them posting these pictures of these New York uh, jerseys and these these images of Derrick Rose wearing these New York Knicks jerseys. 
with the number 25 on it. The jersey, every representation of Derrick Rose in New York has the number 25 on it. So I'm on the phone with E. I say, un momento, my man. I say, I got to know right now. I got to confirm right now. Is D. Rose going to go to the Knicks and wear the number 25? Is that, what's, is, is, that, is, is that what's about to happen right now? For those of you that are unindoctrinated, for those of you that are uninitiated, for those of you that don't know or are unaware, the number 25 has, I don't want to say it has powers, but it definitely has, um, it's, it's a number that Southsiders, it's a number that Chicagoans, it's a number that Simeon alums, it's a number that we know very, 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 very well. The number 25 was Benji Wilson's number. And if you don't know who Ben Wilson is, Ben Wilson was a 6'8 point guard from Simeon High School in Chicago's South Side. Benji Wilson was busting ass. They called him Magic Johnson with a jump shot. Like I said, 6'8. Won the um the uh, Chicago the uh, state championship by like nine points or some shit. Um, but Ben Wilson got killed. Ben Wilson got shot, which was not the cause of his death. It definitely started it. What caused his death was um the shitty policies at the hospital. That had him sitting on a gurney in a hospital for um, hours, bleeding, needing assistance, but not able to receive it. And I don't have the specifics. I don't know if it was an insurance issue. I don't know if they looked at it as like, you know, just another young nigga in here bleeding. I don't know if they didn't know who he was. I don't know if he got pushed off to the side. He got left. I don't know what kind of negligence took place, but negligence took place. And that is what ultimately caused Ben Wilson to pass away. But since then, the number 25 has kind of been passed down as the, the, the number that that nigga wears. If you play for Simeon and you are that nigga, you wear the number 25. Derrick Rose wore 25. Jabari Parker wore 25. Um, and whoever the next young, you know, talent coming out of uh, Simeon is. They will probably wear number 25 too. Or maybe not, because you know, you young niggas don't have no sense of tradition. You young niggas don't have no sense of, um, you know, loyalty, no sense of fraternity, no sense of love. You'll stab a nigga in the back if it benefits you. Smack, you ready? Nah, but, um. This nigga D Rose is wearing 25 in New York. And that scares me. That makes me think that uh, he's going to kill. Because, you know, he probably wanted to wear 25 uh, for the Bulls. 
And anybody with some sense probably would have gave it to him. But since we shitting on the front office right now, the front office probably did some fuck shit and wouldn't let him wear it. The front office are the same people who let who paid Ben Wallace, old ass, already got his rings from Detroit, only can rebound below 50% for his career from the free throw line. Ben Wallace paid him $66 million and then told him he couldn't wear the headband that he had all but made famous when he was winning two rings for another team, kicking our ass. So we're going to overpay him and come to, to come, but then we're going to tell him, uh, we're going to let Scott Skiles' ass tell him that he can't wear a headband. Fuck out of here. Come on, man. Come on, man. Fuck out of here. Um... Yeah, man. Ugh, I can't believe. So they probably didn't let him get the number 25 on some like shitty ass technicality. Possibly. Unless it's like some classic nigga, some old nigga who got, um, you know, who got plugged. Like, you know, if that was like if that was uh, Johnny Red Kerr's number or if that was um, Bob Love's number or if that was like one of their, one of their numbers, I totally understand that. Which could have been the case. But the Bulls could have been on some fuck shit too. But this nigga D. Rose is going to wear number 25 for the Knicks. He's going... Bro, him, Melo, and Chris Stapps. I'm sorry if this is a basketball-heavy um, podcast. I-, I may speak about some after this. But right now, this is heavy on my heart. And I just wanted to get y'all something. Because I know the people want to hear me talk about this. You know, my fan base is growing slowly but surely. If you're not sharing, you're not a fan while you're listening. But I just wanted to get something out to y'all in addition to the Pimp and Dave episode. The Pimp and Dave episode is classic material, though. That's that's like that needs to be chopped up and put in a rap song. Holla at me for uh, licensing. But anyway, um, D Rose, Chris Stapps, and um, and Porzingis. That's a that's a big three. That's a that's a what's between medium and big. That's a that's a large three. That's a large three. If D Rose stay healthy, which I mean, I was reading this article and they were like uh, Derek Rose, who is only twenty eight. Oh my god, he's only twenty eight. He has two surgically repaired knees, which in this day and age, that means you you good, my nigga. <laughs> this means you didn't you didn't broke it and they didn't fix it with the good shit. You didn't chill on it. You didn't had um, you know, professional um rehabilitation, the good kind, the best available. You money now. You about to eat sandwiches on these things. As my man um uh Shaq say, barbecue chicken. And they let him go. Bro. And then who did they get? Robin Lopez, who I think low-key is slow. Him and his twin brother. Um, Jose Calderon, who is old. And um, Harvey Grant's son. Horace Grant's nephew. 
who may turn and and a, and a twenty seventeen draft pick. Who who knows who that person will be? I'm texting my mom. She's asking where I am. I am recording a podcast for my listeners. But yeah, man, that shit is gonna be crazy. And then they talking about getting Dwight Howard. Them niggas is not even gonna look right in Bulls uniforms. How's he? D Rose is gonna look. They already put out a gray D Rose. I'm talking about the sneaker now. So that's gonna fit right in. They gonna throw some blue and orange on them shits, man. Ugh. It'd be crazy if he got the Bears. All my all my Adidas fans, we know about that that D Rose that leaked in them Bears colors and then had to get recalled. And we know a couple people that sat on a couple pair, don't we? Don't we be? Don't we know a couple people that's sitting on them? Huh? Reese, we know a couple people that's sitting on a couple pairs of bears, right? I'm tripping. That was like lightweight. Not at all. But anyway. Bulls. Bulls, man. Y'all should have got everybody except Melo and Porzingis. Y'all should have got the whole, the bench. Y'all should have got Aaron Aflalo. Y'all should have got um, a bunch of people. Let's look at the Knicks roster. Let's see who else they should have got. Because Robin Lopez, him and, I mean, I guess they're okay. I don't, they went to Stanford, didn't they? I don't know what that has to do with anything. Knicks roster, 2015, sure. Look, man, we should have got Barnani. We should have got Dallenbear. We should have got Prigioni. We should have got who else? We should have got Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> we should have got everybody. We should have got uh, Amari Sotomayor. Don't still play with them, do we? We should have got Langston Galloway, Aaron Aflalo, Derek Williams. We should have got everybody, goddammit. <laughs> we should have got everybody. Sasa Vujicic. They should have gave us everybody for D-Rose. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I don't even know how to transition out of this. It's just a Derrick Rose episode. That's a, that's what this feels like. I feel like I'm having an episode. I feel like I am, like, going through some kind of temporary... Um, I don't want to say temporary insanity. That would be dramatic. But I'm reeling. I'm reeling from this development. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to feel. My heart is like palpitating. That might be a little. That was a little. That was that. See, that's where I, I went overboard there again, right there. That was a little dramatic. Oh boy. 
I need to try to go get. I know Derrick Rose jerseys are going to be on sale heavy, so I'm going to try to get one of those. Just remember the good times, you know. And I'll take with me the memories to be my sunshine after the rain. Derrick Rose, it's so hard. To say goodbye to yesterday. I probably should have saved that to the end. What else do we want to talk about? We want to talk about all this gun control talk that's going on. What sparked all the gun control talk, guys? Did all of this get started because of the shit in Orlando? Is this why the agenda is so heavy now? Do I need to point out obvious coincidences there in terms of, I mean, did we see the footage of them carrying the people towards the nightclub? I don't want to be conspiracy theory Rojo right now, okay? Like, I don't want to at all diminish or downplay the lives that were lost. Man, I, I totally... See, I just did a moment of silence for those people, and um, I hope this doesn't come off too disrespectfully, but... I mean, it just seems very convenient that now there's all this gun control talk. I mean, not convenient. Like, not, I don't want to say that they set this thing up, but, I mean, 30 people. I mean, we all, how do we report the amount of killings and, you know, over-scandalize the amount of killings that happen in Chicago on a weekend and, you know, draw all these comparisons on a national news um, cycle um, about, you know, um, you know, the, the, the amount of degrees or when it gets warm, how many people get killed in Chicago and report it so in such an inflammatory fashion. And that doesn't spark any gun control. But when 30 people get killed in one place of a certain kind of, and then there's, there's all this other sauce on it, you know, like you just take killings, right? If we just take, you know, we'll take 30 people being killed at once and then 30 people being killed, you know, if we go by some of these statistics, right? Like we'll say, um, <laughs> and I'm going to talk about this in a way that's going to seem lackadaisical, but just for the mo- just for the sake of the podcast and uh, my dark personality and humor, uh, we'll just say it like this. So right now, uh, Chicago is banging, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> On the killing tip, nobody's really fucking with us. So, um... On an average Chicago weekend, I mean, if you want to get 30 killings, I mean, we can do that. If it's hot and it's a holiday, it ain't even really got to be a holiday. Like, let's just get a weekend. Give me a Saturday where it's between the degrees of 75 and 87, and we can get you 30 killings in two hours. Pull it. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing. We crack all over. And that's not even the ones, you know, that's including, we're going to throw in the ones that happen out west that they don't really talk about, but they only talk about the South Side because Derrick Rose is from the South Side. Barack Obama is quote unquote from the South Side um, and all this other shit. But uh, niggas get killed out west every day too, just for the, just, you know, for the record. Um, so we can get you 30 killings, you know. I, I'll, I'll say modestly, you know, in two hours. So you got 30 killings over here and you got 30 killings over there, right? Um, the 30 killings in the two hours are, you know, young minorities uh, who are killing young minorities. Um, 
you know, and that's really the only level they take it to in terms of reporting that. They don't talk about the um, the level of, um, you know, uh, the level of unfair drug arrest and the time that is associated with it. They don't bring up things like the uh, 10 to 1 rule where, you know, um, crack cocaine comes with such a stiffer penalty um, than powder cocaine because powder cocaine is, you know, for white people, well, stereotypically, you know, just speaking, these are very broad strokes here, um, that cocaine is mainly for white and affluent and rich people and cocaine and, and crack is for, you know, broker, you know, lower economic uh, status people. Um, so black people end up getting black and Latino people, minority people end up getting charged way more and doing way more time for crack, whereas uh, white people don't do a lot of time at all for uh, coke. Um, that used to be only the thing there. But then, you know, that whole uh, Stanford rapist, uh, is he a swimmer? I think he's a swimmer. He raped a girl. Um, at the frat party and he only got six months which was fucking crazy because it was a black dude who got like a bunch of years to that shit i don't have the specifics on that um for some reason it just seemed a little uh, stat quo and i didn't really read the article like i should have but in in comparison to the white boy from stanford who just fucking basically got off for raping this girl who he found behind a dumpster i believe so he was already on some thirsty scumbag shit um only getting the six months but uh the fuck was I talking about? I'm gonna lose it. What were we talking about? We didn't uh we were talking about um fuck, fuck, fuck. Crack and rape and coke doing more time to other shit. Um yeah, I forgot. But yeah. Um, oh yeah, and then so you got that over there, and then the sauce that they put on the other one, the other killings, the thirty killings all at once, the Orlando, you know, which happened. It didn't happen to happen, but it happened in a gay club. Um, the guy who did the killing had a machine gun, I believe, or an assault rifle, something like that, which is why they're doing all this talk about gun control now. Um, he was apparently of Arab descent. He was a Muslim. So, of course, he was, like, struggling with his sexuality. And because of that, he went in there and, you know, killed all these gay people and... You know, it was a hate crime by a terrorist that was so specific, but... Was I don't even know if he was American or not. I didn't even get into that depth of it. Supposedly he had a lover that now is coming out and getting interviewed and all this other fuck shit. But I guess the sauce is like, I mean, I guess I guess black people getting killed is like old hat now. It's like that's nothing. That's not news anymore. So now that gay people is getting killed, like now I saw this movement on it. It's also, it, it's also interesting because you can also say it's like, you know, they always say um, nothing happens till it happens to your people. That may be a little enlightening to how many people are actually, you know, LGBT in some of these areas that we may not, you know, uh, always associate with or always, you know, assume. I mean, I I don't want to say I assume there are gay people everywhere, but there probably are, right? I don't know. Of course there are. Gay people everywhere now. 
And then I know people are going to be like, what do you mean now? We've always been here. I bet you have. I'm sure. It's fine. I'm not, I'm not saying that either. We've always been here. That's not like... I, <laughs> like I was just about to say I probably could have did a better gay voice, but I didn't want to do a gay voice, and then I feel like that would be more disrespectful. So now, whenever I'm mocking somebody when I'm just talking about them, I'm just going to do like a slightly like deaf, <laughs> a slightly deaf but still very uh, eloquent uh, rendition of them. No, I think I'm going to wear biker shorts. <laughs> I'm going to the chosen shoe picnic. I got to get my weave done. I'm going to wear some biker shorts. I hate to say that. Maybe I just don't have uh, enough. Um, maybe I just don't have, like, most of the gay guys I know are, like, super flamboyant and, like, act like women. I don't know a lot of gay guys that are just like, you know, regular niggas, except they like, you know, booty instead of vagina. And I know I just said it there and people are going to take it like, oh, my God, why do you have to say it like that? But I just I mean, I just want to put it in its like simplest terms, because I don't know any gay guys that that that's it. Like it always comes with these other like this other shit, like all the other accoutrements. Like, you know, they suddenly want to, like, act like women instead of just being guys that like butt instead of vagina. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess I, I mean, I, will, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. So I guess that's when uh, whenever I hear a gay impression, it's always like slightly feminine and southern if it's really good. <laughs> yep. They're not going to like that one. But anyway. Um, but yeah, I got to go. This podcast has already gone longer than it should have. I talked about D-Rose. talked about that Orlando shit. I talked about that uh, Stanford rape case shit, which is super fucked up, man. <sighs> super fucked up. Um, that's it, though. D-Rose, man. Don't hurt us too bad. Pause. Um, this has been the Rojo Show. Episode forty six. If you're a listener, we'll put the, we'll put Pimp and Dave's episode and this one, and this will be forty six together in terms of you know hours of content. This gave you about fit. This gave you about fifty minutes, about an hour. You know what I'm saying on a Thursday. You know it's like I gave you two pieces, but I really just gave you one. It's like when you take a girl on a date and you take her on like a long drive, and then you take her somewhere else. That's technically two dates because if you a real nigga in the car, you got some conversation going. You got some nice tunes on. Y'all having conversation. Y'all learning about each other. You know what I'm saying? You making like slightly sexual jokes so she know what it is. So she ain't trying to think that you want some, you know, call me when your man, um, you know, uh, is uh, down so I can give you some kind of advice because we ain't them type of niggas. That ain't what we on. Um, and then, like, once you get to the spot, you know what I'm saying? Then you introducing, the, you know, what you, what's going on at the spot. Blase, blase. The conversation the deeper. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And then it's like two dates, you know what I'm saying? It's like two situations. It's like two events, feel me? I can't be on here schooling y'all niggas on that. I mean, I do have a relationship advice for you if you want it. You know, Dr. Rojo got it all if you need it. R-O-J-O. Welcome to the dojo. Um, but yeah, I'm about to get out of here. Um, episode 46. This has been a Rojo show. You can find me on iTunes. You can find me on Stitcher. You can find me on SoundCloud. Um, you can find me at Export. Uh, you can find me in a spin class. Uh, I be in there getting it because I get it. I used to get it in Ohio, but now I'm just now I get it out Oak Brook. But uh, hit me up, the Rojo Show at gmail.com. 
Um, yeah, that's it. One. And remember, 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 remember. Remember, remember, remember. If you're not sharing, you're not a fan. Peace.